Skype of Cthulhu presents The Call of Cthulhu Campaign Horror on the Orient Express Oh, got that chart right How was Halloween for you guys? You do something? We had our annual Halloween party. (laughs) Yeah. We were going to, but my son decided uh, he did not want to go trick-or-treating at the last moment. Really? (laughs) Last moment, like how soon before you were like ready to step out the door? (laughs) 20 minutes. Oh, man. So you were already mentally prepared for like a day or two. (laughs) <laughs> yep. <laughs> He's getting it, old. <coughs> it's not really not really celebrated down here in Australia. A few people no? do it. We actually we actually had a person knock on our door this year. Really? Yes, I was surprised. <laughs> well, we we don't we don't have the kids going on the streets, right? What we got right. is a bunch of adults. You know, dressing up and having parties, and <laughs> <laughs> so it's a night. It's an adult that's, holiday down that's there. It. Yeah, it's an adult <laughs> holiday for sure. Just, I keep forgetting that you know, is in the U.S. is for kids. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we and do ours for uh, grown-ups, definitely. Yeah, well, you've got the kids <laughs> stuff and the candy, and then you've got the adult stuff and the slutty costumes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's that's yes. what we got here. Sexy Ebola nurse. Yeah. Oh, God, John, <laughs> you went there too soon. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Quite <laughs> Uh, fucking people. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is now this um um cosplay thing going around. So that's pretty much what people do. In, Is it contagious? Um... <laughs> <laughs> it can be. Only in high doses. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it gets more so- sophisticated every year. Like, uh, I was um, at the movies on Friday and I saw some, you know, um, there's there's a restaurant right next to the uh, to the movies, uh, bar slash restaurant, and um, they were having this event for cosplay, and the costumes were really, really good. I am not allowed to take pictures, though, so. <laughs> <laughs> really? They won't let you take pictures? No, my wife won't let me. Oh, oh, oh. Thinking, yes. yeah. <laughs> yes, a, a much, a much sterner, a much sterner restriction. No, How are we the, doing, some... Jim? Are we, are we recording? Yes, I think so. Nice. Yeah, you can go whenever you want to, sir. Well, good, good. If everyone else is ready. Yep. Okay. Indeed. So I was actually thinking, instead of instead of doing a recap of last session, why don't we just do a uh, uh, an overall recap of 
the whole scenario so far, um, the whole campaign, just with the most pertinent points. Then we can jump straight in. So whoever wants to do that can do that. So we started by coming to uh, London from various places to meet our uh, friend, colleague, acquaintance, Professor Smith, who was giving a guest lecture. Uh, he seems to have found ghosts. The ghosts in the form of Turks seem to have found him. Uh, he gave us a quest to destroy a, to find and destroy a statue which is in pieces spread across Europe. Um, we had a little incident with a train which may or may not be relevant. And we have made our way to Paris where we are starting our search for information. Uh, about the first piece, right? About the first piece, and we uh, have just gotten ourselves to a house which is built over the cellar of the destroyed house of the person, the count, that we believe owned this first piece uh, back in revolutionary uh, times, French revolutionary times. <coughs> and we had a lovely dinner. Oh, you had an excellent dinner. Mm. And their their left hands are all um, in some way damaged. Damaged. Yeah. Well, that's uh, been a lot surely, of surely just a coincidence. Right, which is a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and I've had a lovely time in Paris going through the library. Mm-hmm. And I pissed off some uh, French people. <laughs> That's right, my student workers. (laughs) Damn French. Damn socialists. Damn socialists and their (laughs) wacky politics makes no sense. Uh. Okay then, so, uh, I believe the evening of Saturday the 12th, you, um, or rather the group of you that were in Poissy, found a local hotel. Yes. Yep. And went back there to get some sleep. So, I will kindly say that you do not die in your sleep, so you can wake up the next day. Aw, Jonathan, you're so sweet. <laughs> well, I just have to <laughs> drag it out of it, you see. Let's not, um, get, let's, get, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so then I think we, we had already pre-planned to meet back up with... Um, the gentleman to give us like a kind of a, Doctor. I don't know, a tour. And then there's also that, um, sanitarium that the, mm-hmm. at the Sharon. We don't know about yet. Right. We haven't. Right, that's what the father. Yeah. The father found the information. Oh yeah. That's right. That's father. Gotcha. So what is, uh, father Vincent doing? Is he going to come and join the others in Poissy? Uh, yeah, probably the next day. Once he's got this last information, he'll, come up to Parsi to um, to join up with the others. I will say you can get a, a, an early train and meet the, maybe meet the others at their hotel before they head off to the house, the Lorians. Okay. Okay, and we can just uh, skip forward to that then, if you have no objections. Ah, indeed. We, uh, so it's 
Saturday morning now? Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Okay, I've lost Saturday. Somehow we missed... Uh... Yesterday was Saturday. Yeah, where did we miss this transition? <laughs> Back to the library. Okay, that's all good. Yeah, yeah. Friday. Oh, okay, here we go. I found it. You spent a couple of days in, in the library sort of doing bits and pieces, I believe. So. Saturday. I think it's right after the the picture of the uh, uh-huh. Iron Maiden there. Yeah, I think that's right. Thirteen. So we are Friday the fourth, uh, Sunday the fourteenth. Yep. Uh, Sunday the thirteenth, I believe. Oh dear. Consulting my calendar of nineteen twenty nine. Uh, Sunday the oh. Fourteenth. Yeah, you're right. I'm wrong. What did I? How did I get that mixed up? Uh, you're you're right by definition, but historically. Well, no. I mean, 1923 <laughs> actually has a calendar, but it's um, yeah, it yeah, I mean. fairly authoritative. Did we, we all have, have to make sand rolls for having a date occur twice? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is this part of the scenario? Oh, I know. I did. I went from Wednesday the tenth to Friday the eleventh. So. Lover, lover. It was that train. Mm. Strange things with space and time. Yes, actually, you 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 may have noticed if you um if you did try and reconcile your movements on that day that you spent aboard the train in outer space, uh, that when you when you got back to reality, uh, you, you were shifted by a couple of hours. That may unsettle you somewhat. <clears throat> but moving swiftly on what are you going to do heading back to the Shailorian yeah okay yep. well when I meet up I'll show you the guys the other articles mm-hmm. so this is interesting huh Comp Fenelic was actually kept in what was it? Clarence Charrington. 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 Um, do I have any sort of local person's knowledge of uh, either Dr. Delplace or Charrington, other than the fact that it was the home of Desaad and whoever the other famous nut was? <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> Couldn't get to the mute fast. <laughs> Uh, you you want to know if you you're asking if you know anything about which doctor? Uh, the doctor, the dead doctor from Charrington. If he was, it sounds like he was pretty famous in that he's apparently going to be missed by the glorious nation of France and civilized men everywhere. Um, and I'm just wondering if he was famous enough in some way that I might know about him just as a Parisian. You make a edu roll. All right, that is a ten, which is a um, whatever the extreme success is. Mm-hmm. 
no, you don't know him, and you 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 reckon it's pretty much a bit of um. If you notice that article is written by the incoming yeah, director, right. so yeah, it's probably just bit of hyperbole. Exactly, exactly. Maybe if you were a you know uh, a psychiatrist, you might know a bit more, but. But he wasn't a wealthy donor or anything like that that I might have, yeah. No. Pillar of society. Nope, nope, nope. Okay. Quite a write-up for this, uh, this man. But yeah, I guess it might be uh, worth uh, seeing if there's any any records left behind of his uh, incarceration and what uh, what what they may say of things things we are after. Yes, I'm sure he had an interesting stay at the hospital. Mm. They they should have some records or notes on him. I would think you French keep good records, isn't that correct, Jean Paul? I thought you were immaculate oh. record keepers. We are we are amongst the best in the world at keeping records. Yes, nothing better than drinking wine and taking notes. That's right. <laughs> well, um, what do you say, gentlemen? Should we? Yes, I think we should cover some time and have some of us go to the. Well, I guess how far away is the um, hospital from? Where we're oh, at. It's Sunday. Oh yeah, that's right. They probably won't be taking any visitors on Sunday. So I guess we could just uh, do that tour around the estate, see if we could find any traces of the basement. Yeah, I think we should find that. There's got to be a staircase down in somewhere. I mean, it shows it on the drawings. It's just a matter of finding where the. Uh, under which tree it's... Oh, do you think we should bring some shovels? Maybe some... Well, yes, we will need to uh, dig up the rose bushes. Mm. And there were, like, hundreds of feet of rose bush. It's sort of the entire perimeter fence as well as some of the interior, or is it yes, more local? Yes, that's, that's right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, why are we digging up the rose bushes? Well, I thought... I, I was under the Wait. impression it was only, like, a, a certain area that he got cut on that was part of the perimeter of the old house. No, I think it's the he, fence perimeter that's rose bushed. Why are we digging up the rose bushes? Well, point, we're, we're looking for the entrance, entrance to, you know, the <laughs> we, we, we thought it was related to uh, the injuries on the back of the hands that they seem well, to all have. But uh, that was when I was under the impression that it was significantly less uh, realty of rose bushes. Um, how about if, how about if we look, maybe map out where possibly the entrance is, because it probably would be, wouldn't be up against the wall, but the basement would be somewhere closer to the middle of the um, area. Yeah, the interior of the original yeah. house. Yeah. Or even the house. Yeah. Um, but his house is significantly smaller, the current house. So it would be just somewhere out on the ground, I would think. 
that we would probably have to I think now to. that it's daylight, we shouldn't have any trouble. I think if, you know, <clears throat> it was cold and dark and... We haven't been completely honest with the with the current owner of the house, right? We haven't told him That's that we're looking think, for. He will think we're nuts if we're completely honest with him. We, were, we didn't tell him we were looking for a magical statue, but we told him we were looking right. for the old basement. Yeah. Right. I mean, right. That's we're as truthful as we could be without being suspicious. We don't suspicious. need to say that we're looking for a magical statue. We can say we're just looking for something that yeah. was kept on his property, a statue that was kept on his property. We yeah, don't need to say it's magical. Yeah. Yeah, I was or doing research statue. into the count. Yeah. Yeah. I think we were pretty honest, all things mm-hmm. considered. Mm-hmm. Um, we gave him as much information as he needed to know so that he didn't become suspicious. Or become involved. And he seems quite interested, quite willing to uh, to help us. Okay, well, let's get some shovels and go back. And I don't think it will be on the outside wall. I'd say, say it'd be more interior inside the wall. Interior wall. Right, or, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Into, into agree. the property, not... not yeah, not interior wall. of the old structure of the house. Exactly, yeah. <clears throat> and we did, we, we did find maps, right? It just only thing that wasn't listed on the maps was the basement. Well, we well, couldn't the align the map to the house. Not his house. We couldn't but... figure it out. But mm. why not align the map to the walls, not the house? To the fence. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it would have been, an, at, be at that time, that. it should have been meets and bounds, so there really wasn't any measurement. So it was just landmark. You better give us a better guessing range for where it is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there yeah. be landmarks on the map, like uh, landscape. Uh, exactly, like yeah. Like a huge stone over here, or this tree over here. Might, yeah, maybe there's a significant tree. Is there a significant tree on the map? Um, so Jonathan? <clears throat> the, which map? Our drawings. The, map, so the drawings that they've got. No, the, the drawings are just architectural drawings and don't, don't list uh, trees. Not that specific. Does it show the fence line? The um. <coughs> yes. Okay. Well, we got the fence line then, and we got the the walls, so we can mm-hmm. try to work it out from there. So yeah, you 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 go and gather some uh, shovels. I'm going to say that's that's not a problem. Um, there's a convenient shovel store open on can Sunday we, in a Poisson. Can we, can we also get some picks? Sure. Because picks will help us break up the ground before digging. Okay. Among other things. Yeah. <laughs> Very. <laughs> <laughs> so you head over to the Lorians? Yes. Yep. Uh, ring the doorbell or knock on the door? Yeah. Okay. So uh, after a bit, Christian comes down, answers the door, and... Uh, He's he's clearly dressed for a day spent digging in the garden. He's wearing some sort of uh, you know old old overclothes, and um, uh, he's he's got a big big grin on his face as he he sees you. Also, this is exciting, isn't it? Yeah. And then he notices Father Vincent, and he sort of goes, "Oh, oh, oh hello, uh, Father. Hi, I'm Father Vincent." Uh, was he was busy in the library yesterday. And make um, <clears throat> psychology rolls. 
Psychology roll. That's a fail. A normal success. Uh, uh, no, sorry, normal success. 81, I've got. <clears throat> Hold on. That's uh, the failure. <laughs> He seems a bit uncomfortable at the sight of the father. I'll, I'll explain that he's our—he's—he's uh, he's part of our group as the resident scholar because there's been there's some uh, some Latinate writings related to the uh, history of the count, and that's uh, why we've asked him to help us out. Oh, oh well, uh, oh, it's good good to meet you. Um, so, um, and then to to distract him a little, I will uh, somewhat jokingly ask if uh, Kiteri's bogeyman has uh, has returned at all. Oh or no, no, no! Sleep. She is she is young, and she has all manner of strange ideas. Ah, excellent! I'm glad. I'm glad so she was able. It's just a an exciting day. What with these foreign strangers and. Mm. An active young mind. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Good. So, shall we? Uh, shall we explore? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you're going to try and use the the, the floor plan uh, and the wall of the property to to work out where approximately the entrance to the to the cellar is. Correct. Yep. That's correct. Okay. So you can make navigate rolls. Damn. Is that even a skill, Jonathan? Uh, it is, <laughs> yes. Just one that, that nine of us have. Well, let's see who gets closest, because I got a 22. If I need to, I'll take the hit to my luck. To make I rolled a 16, so I've got nowhere. Oh, I don't have oh. enough luck. <laughs> No way. Yeah, I'm I'm way over. Yeah, me too. All right. Uh, John, I think I'll take that 12-point luck hit. (laughs) Amazing. Go on, then. So I succeed. Okay. Now you can make a luck roll. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Let me finish marking off all this frickin' luck. <laughs> I'm just I'm just reading straight from the scenario. Successful navigate roll and a successful luck roll. <laughs> Alright, well now my successful Oh no wait, luck... I've actually I've I have i have read that wrong. You, you navigate is fine. So okay, you don't don't uh, need to make woof. a luck roll. Um, <laughs> so you um you reckon you have found uh you, know, you use the old gate entrance as a base point and, and you, you count out the paces and, and you, you think you're standing in about the area where the steps should be. Yes. You're actually we- near near the base of a of a of a large oak tree at the moment. Hmm. That's odd. 
Is it now, a, would a, a natural a world hole? check be able to tell if that tree would have grown after the time that the house was burned down? You can... Well, when did the house burn down? Do you know that? Uh, yeah, that was in the paper article. They burned the house down when the police raided it June 1789. <laughs> and how many years have passed since then? Uh, no, 1929. Like a maths yeah, class. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, hey, come on. I can, do, <laughs> I can do like hundreds math, not... Yeah. Sorry, what, what year? What year was the fire? What year was the fire? Seventeen eighty-nine. Eighty-nine. So one hundred and forty years. Yeah. I'm not. Yep. You don't even need a natural world. Role. Yeah. You, you know that a tree of this Would've... size could have easily grown in that time. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think I think the entrance is here, gentlemen. Well, let my us keen, My keen explorer oh. skills have oh. led us here. I'll roll up my sleeves and grab a pick and start to dig. Okay. I will watch in amazement as all these civilized people use their muscles. Sure, this is this is actually what, I, what I'm good at, so I'm going to get a pick as well and right get here. to it. Sure. I'll do a roll. What, what, sorry, what are you trying to do? Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. You don't. You don't need to make a dig roll. <laughs> you, you you know which end of the shovel to use. I'm I'm going to give that to you for free. So Just how about a pick? pick cast your move first. earth spell. <laughs> you 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 start digging and you you dig through uh, topsoil and after after a few minutes actually you you hit brick. <clears throat> oh, some brick. Well, this Aha! Is the best time. me down the pick, father. I knew it. Well, I've got. I'll start to. Or I'm using the pick to start to clear it, and we should have another pick. So, well, should we see if we can find where the brick ends before we yeah. try breaking through the brick? Oh, true. Yep. Okay. Okay. Well, it says so between puffs well, on his well, pipe. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> So kind of you, dig out, you, dig out where you're standing, so that you can it, kind of see the loose, walls. Is it loose brick or is it like a brick step? Seems to be part of a structure. Okay, well we won't use the pick then. Yeah, no, we'll just use, um, just use the shovels on the structure around the structure to clear it off. Sure. So what you you, you spend sort of half an hour more excavating around, and what you are uncovering is a staircase leading down. But the the staircase itself, the stair, stair passage, is is completely filled in with with earth. Mm. Well, we shall have to excavate that. Indeed. Well, we yeah, I guess that we could also um, perhaps go through the ceiling. You know that the the. Ceiling yeah. of the basement might only have a foot of dirt on it and might not be so thick rather than digging through 10 feet of, of dirt. Yep. Yes, but we Maybe. don't know what, what yes, this but we then don't we know would have to climb down on a rope and yeah. probably if get got, trapped. <laughs> if we got the staircase, we, we might as well have to go through, down through the staircase. Well, carry on. Yeah, just start to dig the staircase. Continue okay. to dig the staircase. 
<laughs> so it's uh, it's just earth that you're shoveling away, and it's it's a bit hard because you can't all access it at the same time. You've got sort of someone's has to go down, dig a bit out, excavate that out, bring it up, dump it away. Um, Christian realizes this is going to take a while, and he sort of he he says he has a he has a house call he has to attend to, so. He, uh, he, he, <laughs> he leaves you <laughs> while you uh, excavate away. Um, does he just just leave his daughter in the house with the, with his bedridden wife? Yeah, she she's not she's not completely crippled. She she can. Yeah, she made dinner oh, okay. for us. Potter around, and she she will in fact um, make you uh, make you some tea or coffee and maybe some sandwiches after you've spent maybe three or so hours digging. Um, so she, he she does leave his wife and daughter alone in the house with a group of strange men. <laughs> yeah. He does, yes. <laughs> he trusts us. <laughs> he is a trusting fellow. <laughs> oh, fatal mistake there. These strange men with picks and shovels. Yeah. <laughs> Did you did you actually tell him any more about what you were looking for when you? Um... Well, uh, no, no. Oh, 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 no. Minch, oh I will, I will, <laughs> I will say, um, just talk to him about you know that we're looking for bits of a statue that was known as a, something like the simulacrum or something like that. Okay, so so we'll, we'll sort of rewind so a the, bit before before he oh. left. So. This is what we dig. Uh, so the he says, he, says he doesn't the, want to talk to. <laughs> the, what? What did you say? The, the simulacrum. Simu- that rings a bell. Why does that? Why does that remind me of something? I says, hmm. I have to think about that. Um, anyway, I, I have a house call to make, but uh, <clears throat> simulacrum. He, he's he's muttering as he as he wanders off to to get his doctor's bag. <clears throat> so there's that. Yep. So you dig. And you dig. Yep. And you dig a bit more. You have lunch. Then you keep on digging. You dig. Do a bit more digging. And then, eventually, you reach the end of the staircase. And your shovels start hitting something metallic. Aha! And you excavate away, and you find an old steel door at the bottom of the staircase. Very well. Can I attempt to... uh, Is it locked? So you can try and open it, and it it doesn't budge. How about shoving... Against it. Closer examination. With pixies. Pixies. Um, Closer (laughs) examination (laughs) shows that the the door has sort of rusted into its frame. Um, Okay. You're going to need something to to help you to open this. How about three of us basically putting our shoulders into it? We might be able to just chip the stone, or the, I mean, the brick is probably in rough shape here underground, so we might be able just to chip the stone away and yeah, pull the whole the f- frame out. Yeah, that's probably, 
So or even try and pry it open with the picks. How yeah. big is the door? The trap door. It's not it's a trap door. It's, it's, door. It's, a, it's a upright regular walking door. The door. Oh, I okay. See. Yeah, actually, like the idea of using the picks to try to lever it open. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Does it look like a push door or a pull door? It's a pull door. Okay, so there's a little landing at the bottom and then... Mm-hmm. Enough enough for okay. it to swing out. Yeah, yeah let's use the picks. <laughs> okay, uh, who, who's going to be doing this? I'll, I'll help. Yeah, I'll help too. Well, me too, if, if needed. Um, how many people can fit down there to do it? It's going to be... It's gonna be yeah. It's going to be tight, so you reckon about maybe two of you at most will be able to to get in there and actually have a purchase on it. Who's the strongest of us, or who are the strongest? I think I am. I'm 80. Yeah, you're definitely stronger than me. (laughs) I'm 65. I'm 60. Oh, well, sounds good then. Okay, so Zeb, you can make the roll with a bonus die as someone is helping you. Okay. You need a hard success. Hmm. All right. Yeah, 16. Okay. Boom. And it sort of cracks away. You hear a creaking of a of a, a, a hinge that hasn't moved in hundreds of years, and you leave the door open. And as you open it, you you feel some some damp, cool air sort of rush out towards you. Um, it's dark inside. And Jean-Paul can make a oh, wait, wait. scent roll. Very good. That is a normal success. You smell roses. Coming from within the, the cellar. How very interesting. Seems to be a, uh, a scent of roses from down there. I wonder. Huh. Roses were very strange. <laughs> Well, shoot, let's. Uh, I guess I would. Does, does I would run back and grab a lantern. Oh, <laughs> uh, I would run back to the house and like grab a lantern or two. Okay, that is doable. It's just yeah. taken you, uh, you know, all of the morning and a fair bit of the afternoon. It's it's probably now about two o'clock, three o'clock. Well, there's still still daylight outside. Okay, so. Well, after what happened to me with the train, I will be more uh, cautious when, when moving into the room. <laughs> I will get one of the lanterns and step inside, you know, one step at a time, looking around, taking the next step. On my other hand, I have my my cane ready. Okay. So you are in a 
a fairly well-built basement. It has stood undisturbed for for you know hundreds of years and it's it's still you can see at some point so so roots from nearby trees are sort of pushing out bits of the wall and and you get bulges in some places in some places the roots have actually broken through uh, from the walls but nothing has collapsed um it's 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 still a a perfectly functional cellar <clears throat> And before you is a corridor leading off straight ahead. And you can see you can see several doors on either side as you stand in the entranceway. Do they all look they're, to be of the same steel doors? No. Standard wooden doors then? Uh no, I actually I'll take it back. They they do seem to be steel doors, yes, sorry. Does this match the map? There was no basement map. Yeah. It was oh, everything right. but that's the right. basement. Yep. Somewhere down hmm. here, there must be a fine collection of wine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like I said, the French. Their wine and... Take notes. Note-taking. <laughs> okay. So, uh, heading down the corridor? How many doors are there, Jonathan? I'm sorry. Uh, you can see six. Three on the right, three on the left. Um, I guess let's just... I would Hugo would want to just walk to the end of the corridor and get a full view, like maybe put a lantern down, one of the lanterns down at the other end of the corridor and see how far it goes. Or if it, like, breaks off... Uh, <coughs> breaks off uh, and, and stops, or if, if it's, like, you know... Breaks off into another corridor to the right or left. Okay, so you're you're wandering past the doors. Yeah. Okay, well, so you... still sta- trying to stay within sight of the others, but trying to just extend the light range. Yeah, in here. that's that's not going to happen. Basically, you, you if if this corridor is sufficiently long that <clears throat> I could get out of sight of the others, then mm-hmm. I would stay with them. As soon as I like start to get that yeah. far, and I see it continue, yeah, I'll just keep going, go back to them. But uh, is it doors that just continue on either side? Down no, the so you, you see six doors on either side and then a sort of a longer tunnel leading off. Okay. And actually, actually, as you, as you got to the range, to, to the end of range where you sort of were going out of sight of the others, make a spot hidden roll. That is a success. With you a think... 50. You think you can see a dim light ahead of you. So obviously back behind you you see you see the other the other dimly glowing lantern and ahead of you you see you see some sort of glow. Hmm. <clears throat> what are the others doing while uh, while he's wandering away? Well, um you know, I'm waiting, kind of uh, waiting for uh, Mr. Sterling to tell me what exactly is he doing, and I okay. will kind of yell, "Don't, don't go too far. Wait, wait for us, Mr. Sterling. Let's let's go through the doors first. So, Jonathan, as soon as I would have seen a dim light off in front of me, mm-hmm. I'd set my lantern down. Okay, and then. Like run as fast as I can back to the other guys. 
Okay. And Don't. say, I saw a light. There was a light. There was a light up there. Oh, probably just a, down the tunnel. A hole in the, probably just a hole in the, in the basement. Well, perhaps a mirror. Maybe. Perhaps a mirror. Okay. I just want to let you know. It seemed strange. Are there probably, windows it's in probably the doors? There, there are. There, um, there are sort of peepholes. Okay. Because it looks like a jail. <laughs> I'm getting that vibe. Yeah, I don't think I want to look in there. I will. Like a dungeon? <clears throat> okay, I'm going to so go down us... and just start looking in through the pee-pee walls. <laughs> okay. So, behind the first one... Door number you... one. <laughs> you see... What looks like a torture chamber. There are cages filled with skeletons. There are stretching racks. There are iron maidens. Um, in in one of the rooms, you see that there is there is a, a, a rack, and in in front of it is is a is a um, uh, what's the right word? Uh, uh, a lounge, uh, uh, something for a someone sh- to like lie down chaise. on. Yes, yeah, a chaise. Yeah. And uh, clearly, it's set up for someone to to sit and watch someone being tortured. Um, one of the room contains two skeletons chained together. You notice that one of them is wearing a bridal veil. Sanity rolls for anyone who's watching, looking through these. Yes, that would be me. That would Damn. be me. Oh, 98. <laughs> <Ouch>. <laughs> okay, so lose lose zero if you succeed, 1d3 if you fail, and 3 if you botch. I can failed. Someone, can uh, someone uh, throw me a d3? Sure. sure. One. <laughs> oh, awesome, I'll, Jim. I'll trade you, you for my roll of a three. <laughs> of a what? I rolled a three. Uh, uh, Same myself. You, you know what? You're a giver. I love that, <laughs> but you can keep it. I'm good. Yeah, I, I rolled a three as well. So, you can react appropriately to this horrifying sight. Sick people. Obviously, uh, a foreigner. Well, the father will basically just cross himself and say, I will wait for you outside. You're you're leaving, are you? Yes, the father's leaving. Okay. Okay. Say, well, I say we continue on. Empty his lunch or breakfast. (laughs) No, he's serving. it does seem like there's no no need to actually go into these rooms. I think we can safely assume that he would not have kept his treasures in the torture rooms, and perhaps we can carry on down the hall mm-hmm. towards the light. That seems the best plan. Yes. Let us not disturb these poor people anymore. Yes. 
Father, I'm surprised. I'm I'm surprised the father didn't say a, a prayer or something. Yeah, he crossed himself and muttered oh. under his breath when he left. <laughs> a prayer for himself. <laughs> yeah, no, not for the horribly tortured and dead people that were there. No, no. <laughs> hey, you just um, lost three points of sanity. <laughs> he's not thinking straight. Exactly. All right, so do we? Con- we'll continue down the hall towards the where I left my lantern, and then okay. further. Mm, no, I will say let's go through the doors. How many doors do we have here? Zeb, let's continue investigating. We need to get a full picture of the place, and then if we need to open those doors, we can. You, you do notice that each of these doors is, is somewhat uh, rusted, like the the main one, so it would take you some time or some effort to, to open them. And do they look like they are latched from the outside? Like they could, you know, yeah, they would be secured from the outside? They look be. capable of being secured, yes. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> These doors. So you you can wander down to where the um, uh, other lantern is. Mm-hmm. And everyone else down there will will eventually start to see this this faint glow up ahead. Is it flickering at all, or is it a steady? It's it's a rather steady glow, and yeah. as you as you get closer, you see that there are there are different colours, and you notice that yeah, you know, this is this is this is coloured light, and it's sort of blending together in in parts, but. Some rather fantastic colours that you you are seeing. Clearly not a mirror. Through a stained glass window or something. Something like that. Yes, that would be a reasonable. Assumption. Is the uh, scent of roses getting stronger or changing? Or it's it's getting stronger. Okay. Wow. And as you get closer you eventually see the source of both the glow and the smell as you are just greeted by a fantastic vision of, of roses, of, of incredible colours, colours you've never seen in roses before. You've got, you've got aquamarine, violet, orange, uh, bright green, and, and they, are, they are glowing and, and emanating the colour of their leaves. Um, it's, it's incredible. The vines are, are sort of hanging down and, and covering the, the, the corridor and the walls of the room mm. that you are sort of walking into. I say, there's wow. where we must dig. Smell is so lifelike. Jean-Paul, I'm sure you like could use those for can... some, I, I'm sure you could use those for some amazing perfumes. Perhaps if it's not uh, <coughs> the thorns of the ones above are, uh, are so poisoned. Can we tell if the roses are uh, glowing on their own or just reflecting or refra- refracting our uh, lantern? They seem to be glowing by themselves. Yeah, and and as you as you get closer and as you have a look at this, you you see that the the vines are growing 
<clears throat> they are growing through and amongst a pile of bones. Skeletons, uh, you know, maybe about 20 corpses. And the, the vines have sort of grown through them and have have moved them throughout as they've, as they've grown and, and sort of contorted them into weird poses, holding them upright and suspending them. And some flowers will, will bloom through, through the empty eye sockets. Yeah. And at the base of this mass of bones and roses, you see a left arm of a statue. Exactly. And you can all make sanity rolls if you're down there. Ot three. Boom. All of us? Bell again. If you're in the the room. Yeah. 38. Just just made it. Made it by one. Keep fading. Uh, One if you succeed. One d4 if you fail. This Looking for me. I reach down and pick up the arm. Okay, make a dexterity. Four one. points. Jesus. Watch out for the thorns. Uh, oh, one point away from a hard success. So okay. just a normal yep. success. <clears throat> you 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 reach down and you you pluck up the arm from uh, amongst these these vines. And you notice you have a a human-sized arm of a statue. Human-sized? Oh, this is a life-size statue. Oh, that makes it more interesting. (laughs) Great. (laughs) So, as far as we know, basically this entire cellar is one long hallway with six torture chambers off of it. And at the end of the long hallway is this room with the statue skeleton roses. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and we didn't see any anything okay. else. Of- as soon as Tamas picks up the arm, you notice that the roses stop glowing appreciably. They they sort of they 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 dim. They get him fainter and fainter until eventually they're they're no longer giving off any light. And your your lanterns are still lighting the room up. And before your eyes, they start to decay. Is it smell of rotting of rot now very quickly? It smells overwhelmingly of rot. I believe I will turn and leave. Uh, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me see. I will add something to the notes to represent what you have just found. Do, do, do. Uh, give us do, do, left do, 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 do. Uh, Where did I put this? Documents, handouts, simulacrum. Oh, it seems we're on the uh, the right track. This is obviously a piece of Ju- some power. Julie was right. Do we have any idea at the end of all this what we're supposed to do with this statue? There's a we're supposed to find a ritual to destroy it. Yeah, assemble it at Constantinople and then destroy it. Yeah. But we don't know how to right. yet. Right. Part of our trip, though, is to 
<clears throat> to find that. So have you guys come out? They come out and they're carrying an yeah. arm. <clears throat> we found it, Father. Wow. Let's have a look at it. I hand it to the Father. Take a close look at the step um, at the arm. Okay. So now, we need to hide this from uh, the doctor before he returns. He's on a house call, fortunately, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, so he doesn't um, ask questions. Be, be careful. Remember that uh, the course of the family. We... Uh, that might fade now. Perhaps, Perhaps we should, should just go. We should think that. I remember he said he, he'd heard of the simulacron. I'd be interested to find out what he's heard. But this is interesting. As a happy very, coincidence, you actually well. see the good doctor uh, uh, walk in back towards his house. Uh, well, we have enough friends towards to you. Yeah. Can I try to grab the arm back from the father and uh, slide of hand it out of sight? Let's just stick it in it, the back it, of your pants. It, it is a life-size human left arm. Uh, um, have you, you seen my picture? Reason. I have a big baggy coat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's his, his, his stock in trade, really, is Okay, okay. <laughs> Give me a hard sleight of hand roll. Okay. I will help him by uh, walking towards the uh, the doctor to uh, to welcome him back in a in a jovial French fashion. Okay. Okay. How about an extreme sleight of hand roll? Oh, then with an extreme, yes. Okay, you, you secrete <laughs> it about your person. We won't ask too many questions about where. And uh, so is it Jean-Paul goes over to, to greet the doctor? Yes. Ah, doctor. Yes, yes. I remember. I remember where I, where I heard of the, um, uh, the, the, ah. the simulacrum. And uh, yes, it was so extraordinary. Um, oh, have you... You found the cellar? It's, yes, uh, we have. Yes. Good Did and you bad news through? in that regard. I Ooh. wouldn't go in there, really, to be honest. You probably want to um, rebury it and let it just disappear. It seems oh, the count was a very sick man. The uh, torture rooms. <clears throat> oh. Surely, Father, you think that those people down there should be the, uh, laid to rest? Yes, I think somebody should deal with this. But uh, if I were you, Doctor, I would not uh, certainly keep the family away. Yes. Oh, you are correct. Well, the, 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 the people should be laid to rest. Well, um, no, let, 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 me go and, let me go and get the... Um, it was a letter, you see. Um, he he oh. heads into the house. And he... Now, in this time, you could have probably hide the, the arm away wherever you wanted to make that a bit more... You know, gentlemen, we're going to need a big box if all the pieces are going to be... If it's going to be full size. Well, I... Eventually, yeah, well, we'll, we'll be on a train before we leave. 
Yeah, but to, get to, cre- to cart created. it around. Yeah, we could get and a created uh, take on the A few moments list. later, the, the doctor comes back down and he, he hands you a, a letter. I'll read it. I assume, is it in French? It's in French in the notes, yes. Okay. The English will, translation uh, is there as well, though. <laughs> oh, I saw the arm. Oh, so this is the to whom it may concern? <coughs> Correct. Uh, I realize that I am a complete stranger and that this letter may well mean nothing to you. My name is Edgar Wellington, and I am a research and I am researching the history of a statue known most commonly as the Sadafka Simulacrum. I recently came into possession of an old scroll which presents an intriguing description of the item. This piqued my interest, and I am now endeavoring to trace the simulacrum. My search has led me to your address. The name is probably meaningless to you, but through my researches, I have learned that the last recorded resting place of the piece of art was in the house that occupied your land in the late 18th century. The statue was a unique Arabian artifact lost during the events of 1789. Its last owner was a German nobleman who once lived where you live today. Please, I ask that if you have heard any local stories regarding this item, or maybe found any trace of the old house and its possessions on your land, which might give a clue as to the eventual fate of the object, would you be so kind as to write to me with a summary of the information? That sentence was obviously translated from French. Uh, I apologize for the rather strange nature of my request, but I feel that I should pursue whatever leads remaining to me. I hope that you will not go to any great length regarding this. Yours most sincerely, Edgar Wellington. And it's uh, a <laughs> return address from Lausanne, Switzerland. <clears throat> and hmm. Christian then, then says, once you finish reading it, well, just arrived about six months ago, and... But with with one thing or another, I just uh, it did mean nothing to me. So I, I I had nothing to. I never did reply. Ah, very interesting. Indeed. Hmm. Well, there's uh, a lot of skeletons down there and other oh. atro- yes. iron atrocities. Oh my goodness. He looks yeah. a bit, bit unhappy about this. Yes, I think you may want to, uh, I don't know, get it cleansed, perhaps. Hmm. Well, how, how interesting. I never, I never thought this place had such a, a dark history. Well... Is is was yes. I, I was looking. Was he German or Dutch? What was Fenelik again? Fenelik was German. <laughs> German. Yeah. <coughs> so these foreign hmm. noblemen. Well, thank you so much, Doctor. You've been such a good help. Well, well now, we're it's sorry been, we didn't. Been an intriguing uh, weekend. Hmm. Yeah, that's very interesting. We know a little bit more about this count than we uh, than we knew before. I think uh, I think it will add something to this book, no doubt. Indeed, indeed, wonderful research.
And uh, yeah, I, th- I, think we- I think we should be off. <laughs> you've, uh, you've you've left his garden in in a horrific state, but um... <laughs> well, I mean, he he says he will um he will he will notify the appropriate authorities. I will. About- yes, the I will authorities or the historical society. I would offer to. Um... To uh, you know, if he wants to send me the bill for whatever comes up, I will give him an address. Oh, he will, he will politely refuse um, unless you insist, and he will. I will take your details. <laughs> yeah, I, I will. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Not in my nature. Um. Okay, so. It is about 4 p.m. on Sunday, and Tamas has the left arm of the Sedefkar simulacrum down the back of his pants. Very good. <laughs> I say we get that. I say we get that crated tomorrow on Monday. <laughs> Perhaps a large trunk. Yeah, that's the thing. If we just had a trunk, we could keep adding things to it. Hey, you know, we could say we're taking a coffin back, uh, a, a person to um, Constantinople's, and have a have a coffin. <laughs> Why wouldn't we just have a trunk? And stopping to sightsee along the way. Why do you want to call attention to ourselves? <laughs> right. Okay, that might be pushing it a bit. <laughs> Maybe after maybe if we have to smuggle anything slightly more illegal or larger than the pieces we could fit in a trunk, but uh, right. then that coffin would be a good play. Uh, I would like to write a letter to um, uh, to uh, Professor Smith asking about Edgar Wellington. And Wait, isn't he? Him. Isn't he in hiding now? Yes, but I we had an address, so I assume we can get if we send something to the. Um, <coughs> to That's his, if he's still uh, alive. Right. If we send something to his uh, his servant there, uh, I think uh, it could be arranged. And you, which, I mean, which address are you sending it to? <coughs> well, I was thinking the, the, there where, where you met him the first, the hideout. The hideout. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me know what you want to put in it. Uh, dear Professor, uh, search carries on well. Uh, do you uh, know anything of of a fellow enthusiast uh, from Switzerland by the <laughs> name Ed Wellington? Wait, do we do we okay? Do we really think that's a good idea sending correspondence to him? Because then. No, I don't, I don't think that's a good idea. I, yeah, I don't think that's no. a good plan. Because then yeah, we can be tracked I, to where we were and what we've been doing. Well, Lozana's yeah. on our way. We can just stop there and <coughs> talk to him. Talk to this yeah. guy. Would it yeah. be nice to know ahead of time if he's um, somebody we should avoid or somebody who would help us? If he's got a scroll, we're looking for a scroll. If he's got a scroll to do with the Sedefakas, we probably want to see the scroll. I say we get an address. We could get an introduction. We, we have an address for him. Yeah, let's keep so it there. Get when we get 
example. Well, just say we were here. The gentleman gave us the letter because he hadn't heard of it, and so well, I was that's an introduction. Even. Yeah, I was saying less than that. I mean, I could just say, dear Professor Smith, do you know a fellow researcher by the name of Edgar Wellington, and uh, and ask if we should uh, uh, meet up with him? So, how is he going to get in contact back to us? Uh, yeah. Care of the uh, uh, care of the uh, the Orient Express, or care <laughs> of our next city at the nice hotel there that we're going to stay at. I believe you made some arrangements for us. You planned a little bit ahead. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd rather don't do that. Yeah, I, I, I. If you really want to, I mean, Hugo, at this time but, won't try and stop uh, you. But uh, I'm trying to dissuade you from uh, sending correspondence. I don't think we need to send. Not to the not to the professor. Anything. It because seems an unnecessary risk. risk. All right. Uh, because also, we don't even know if the professor's still alive. He wasn't too well when we last saw him. True. So that would He's be nice. on the run from right. the Turks. Right. All right. Well, I'll come pull up my my paper and uh, and toss it uh, in the trash receptacle, or perhaps the fire. <laughs> a nice fire in January. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Jonathan, is there? Did you put a map on here for like the horror on the Orient Express, uh, or not the horror on the Orient Express? The the, the route that it takes. Um, I did sure not. They, but I believe someone did. I'm sure I put, I put on one on there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so where where is this new researcher that we've learned of? How many, I guess, stops away is he compared to? He's on the next stop. Oh, perfect. Amazing. Convenient. Remarkable coincidence. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what do you say, gentlemen? I say we just get ready to go tomorrow. Head... Uh, do we want to um, skip the sanitarium? Oh. Yeah, that's the question. Do we want to go and see the sanitarium or not? <clears throat> well, we skip it. do we need to? We we're going to find out more about the count, but right. it Probably seems like really write a book about we, him. Yeah, don't need it. Yeah, I don't think we need it. I mean, it's only to find more information about the count. The, the only the only thing I was thinking about that we might find useful is if he indicates that somehow this arm uh, led to his insanity and that perhaps we don't want to keep it with us. I mean, it obviously had an effect on those roses. Um and, and whether they, in that, yeah. but. And it does say it does say in that letter from Edgar Wellington that the that <clears throat> Fenelix place was the last known 
the resting place for that piece of art. Now, I don't know if they mean just the arm or if it was the whole thing and it was like broken apart. Seems like, I don't know, because if of the, maybe I think, like knew anything about the other pieces. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, that's true, that he might have owned the whole statue. Right. Or if he didn't own the whole statue, maybe he, since he had the arm, I mean, one would probably naturally try and search for any other pieces of it. Well, we no, know Finlick owned like, oh, the whole uh, thing. The statue. Yeah, we know he owns the whole statue. Yeah, because it was dismembered in Paris. Right. Okay. Prior so to then, the yeah. Revolution. Maybe, maybe he he had. There's notes or some of his ravings when he was there about where I don't know any of the other pieces or any well, information we have, about that is. Or we records from whomever dismembered uh, about what they did with the pieces. Yeah, but we also got rumors of. I mean, the professor gave us rumors of where the pieces went to. Yeah, but Vince maybe Fenelik had supplementary information. Yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, I'm either way for me. I mean, I think if we left, I don't think we would. I don't think it would hurt us, but it might if it turns out that there's nothing additional there. I mean, it's just extra wasted time going to the sanitarium. Well, we found that we found the arm, like, just the one piece. Yeah. In the area. Yeah, if you gentlemen would like to go to the sanitarium, I'm certainly willing to help with the bureaucracy. Well, the question is how much information we're going to see. We're not going to get, we don't have any, none of us are psychologists, so we're not going to be able to see any of their reports or documentation. I mean, we can try. I might have a friend in town who's a psychologist who could help us out. I think it's worth taking a day to check out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Let's let's go to the sanitarium next. Then. Can I uh, see if my friend, the psychologist, is in town and isn't available to help us? <sighs> um. Let me see. Did you put? psychologist on your significant people in your backstory? No, he's definitely not a significant person. <laughs> an acquaintance of some sort. Um, I'm going to say you can make an extreme luck roll. Okay, that seems just reasonable. Just to be a bastard. Ah, that seems perfectly reasonable. <laughs> uh, nope. Uh, apparently he died uh, yeah. just, just a few months ago. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we need Poor a guy. psychologist? Uh, well, I thought it would be easier if we had a professional with us to uh, to talk to the about getting to, to get the records. Otherwise, we have to come up with some some reason. Perhaps writing a book about the count is enough of a reason. Um, to, uh, since he has been dead for a long time. It's not like there's any privacy issues. We did um, make the acquaintance of a doctor. 
Oh, and Jonathan, while we're Lord. in parry, we'll get a um, chest made up, a a chest made up for us as well for the parts. Okay, so let's let's say you you head back to Paris to yep. your to your hotel. Yep. You can you can examine the the arm. Yeah. Oh, you, yep. you were beginning to. So it's 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 smooth and relatively featureless. It's like like china um it's sort of cool to the touch if you if you inspect it a bit closer maybe hold it up or use a magnifying glass hold it up to the light you you see there's a a repeating pattern of of arms a tessellation of of miniature left arms actually makes up the surface of of this piece how bizarre hmm um, it's it probably weighs about oh what did I say what did I say five pounds okay what's it actually made out of <coughs> well that's a very good question how do you plan to answer it <laughs> just just look at it. Well, yeah. Uh, is it metal? Is it, it ceramic? Yeah, it, is it, it, stone? it looks like ceramic. Yes, it looks like okay. china. Um, How I hard have, is uh, it? Sorry. How hard is it? I'll hit it against the table. Uh, okay. You make a make a strength roll then. Careful. <laughs> strength roll. Oh God. Oh, I mean, are you trying to break it or are you trying to? Uh... Uh, are you just, just going to tap it lightly, or actually try and whack it uh, against some? No, no, not lightly. I do a roll of zero nine. <laughs> okay. You, you, well, perhaps we can transport it easier if it's, <laughs> it's shattered. <laughs> but we are supposed to destroy it, so <laughs> right. We can just carry it in a small bag. <laughs> what do you? What do you? What do you? You whacking it against a table. The table, table in the in, in in our in the, the back in the hotel thing. room. Yes. Okay. Uh, you 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 smash it against the table, and let's say it's you're at a rather fancy hotel, so it's 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 going to be a nice marble top table. You actually yeah. you you smash through the marble of the table. <laughs> well, the zero. The statue appears undamaged. Um, Charge it to the father. Right, this <laughs> is on his bill. Um, can I? So, is the well place where it was presumably attached to the rest of the statue rough, like it was broken? <coughs> I do. I have some geology, so I'm mm. looking at it, sort of in that vein, so to speak. Right. It yeah, I was going to see um, if I could try and natural world it to see if it's like a natural material. Yeah, you 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 examine the sort of the socket of the arm, and it almost looks almost looks like a sort of a dummy that, that that's designed to be broken into pieces. Ah, okay. <clears throat> And I could, I mean, if, if we're really interested, I could possibly uh, take this back to the uh, 
chemistry lab and see if I can scratch some of it off and um, figure out what it's made of <clears throat> while you guys are um, going to the sanitarium. Hmm. Uh, now, Jonathan, is that something I could know with a natural world or uh, anything like that? Uh, if it's an, if it looks like a, a, a stone that's known or something like that, a uh, type of uh, mineral. Uh, you could make a geology roll if you had geology. geology. Nope. I'll, I'll try geology here. Nope. Yeah, it looks like ceramic. Right. Hmm. <clears throat> so, uh, you can... You can Obtain a trunk if you desire. Yep. Okay. Um, otherwise, what do you want to do for the rest of the evening? Oh, this is still on, uh, of course, on Sunday. Hmm. Well, we could go out and have a nice dinner. That would be good. Um... Yeah. Do we want to leave this thing in our room? Um, I guess. Well, we leave the trunk with the <laughs> hotel concierge. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, leave it with the concierge. <clears throat> Seems good. Maybe put some uh, put a bunch of clothing in the uh, in the trunk. On top of the arm. Mm-hmm. Oh, can we make sure the trunk has a very, very good lock? Yep. It has a fine lock. You have a thousand pounds to spend, so you, you <laughs> for a couple of English pounds, I'm sure you can buy a mightily fine trunk. Excellent. Okay, so you go out, you have a nice meal, you come back, you sleep. Sounds good. You survive the night, and it is the morning of Monday the 15th of January, 1923. So would you like me to study the arm, or should we all go to the sanitarium? Do we really care? I don't that's what I'm asking. Yeah. I don't think we really care. It looks like it can't be broken by normal means. Yeah, but it can be stolen. Well, you know, maybe we can send the father saying that um, he's working with uh, the Vatican and um, they're working on the case of the German uh, novel from 1700, and that, you know, he wanted to retrieve some documents they had about uh, the case from the sanitarium, so something like that. Hmm. Maybe they were giving they're, access to the documents. They're trying to, to see if documents. he should be made a saint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Wow. Uh, wow. There's a lot of historians on the Vatican that work on, mm-hmm. you know, on cases of evil people. True. That is true. 
Yeah, I think so. so I agree. Someone should stay with the arm. Mm-hmm. Well, if you want, um, no, um, you're going to have to. You, you know, you're going to have to come. Cause... Oh, I have to come right to translate for you. Yes, yes, I exactly. Can do that. I'll stay with the arm. I'll stay with Thomas. Well, I can I can go with the father. Well, I don't speak any French, so I'll stay with Thomas as well. <laughs> so you, you you pick up the trunk again from the concierge, uh, bring it back to your room. Well, I suppose that that evening when you get back from. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So you're you're there. You have the arm. Okay. Who's heading out to the asylum? Who's staying? Me, myself, and Jean Paul are heading out to the asylum. <clears throat> Everyone else is staying. is staying to to just look at the okay fair enough. <clears throat> Either Wait. look at the arm or go around town and get what we need before we leave for our next part of the trip. Okay, so uh, Jean Paul, Father Vincent, Oi. you you head to Charenton. Yes. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep, and uh, it's a not a particularly long journey. Um, get another train out and you arrive at the Maison Nationale de Santé and um, it's an enormous structure it has roofs and arcades in the Italian style oh very fine almost as good as the French style (laughs) okay so we are looking for uh, what was the guy's name? Do you want to talk to the director, or should we just go in and speak with uh, Doctor Doctor Francois Larue, or do we just want to go in and say, should I introduce you as a as a church researcher? Doctor, Fra- well, well, introduce me and say that we'd like to speak to the director, Doctor Francois Larue. And say that yes, we are here to research um, about a, a patient from who stayed here in 1789. Um, um, looking for information as part of my as part of work for the church. Okay. So I will do that. I'll give that that much information to the person at the at the front desk um, and uh, see where we can go from there. So you're saying you want to talk to the director uh, about a patient from 1789. Uh, years ago. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, to help with church research. Okay, okay. The father uh, has brought me here as an uh, intermediary. Make a credit rating roll. Not charm. Perhaps. Credit rating or persuade? Nope. Um, nope. 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 Unless I get some help from the uh, from the uh, father and his you uniform. Or a, be, or a push. Fa- father can make a credit rating but not persuade because he's just standing there. Okay. okay. So, dice. Oh. An 18, which will be a success. Okay, uh, so the, the receptionist sort of seems to think this is somewhat unusual, um, but, but agrees, goes off and um, uh, 
comes back a bit later and says, uh, "Sir, Doctor Larue will um, will will see you uh, now. Um, he can he can grant you a, a a small portion of his time. He's a very busy man, and uh, you are ushered through to a <clears throat> office, and you're actually you're in a sort of an ante room to the doctor's office. Uh, there are sort of quite a few crates scattered around, and uh, you, you see that you know there's there's been a change of a uh, of, of leadership here, and obviously there are some old crates with old uh, possessions of the previous director. Uh, and you're you're sitting there in this room, uh, and there is you introduced to Madame Rojnia, if I pronounce that correctly, and she is the secretary to the acting director, a rather bulky woman, and she just sits there and doesn't say anything. All right. Well, I can play that game. Make a spot hidden roll. Twenty-one. That is a hard success. Okay. Uh, While you're sitting there waiting, you notice in one of the crates, the lid is partly open, and you see a what looks like a, a, a bound notebook, journal perhaps, and on the blue chipboard cover, a few words have been written. It says, E. Del Place, Avenmon, 1923. What was the um, Avenmon? Hmm. Uh, what was that word that you said in the middle? Should I type it in the notes for you? Sure. <clears throat> oh, events. Okay. Yep. Uh, happening. Oh. Okay. Um... 1923. I, I will um, sort of look at it sidelong um, so that uh, the father can follow my gaze. I'll look down. <coughs> okay. And, uh, I will. I will say to him uh, in in English that uh, um, I, I need to use the. Uh, the facilities, and uh, perhaps, uh, and then I, I turn to uh, Madame Regnia, and uh, I ask her if she would be willing to uh, to show me, to escort me, to show me where the um, the facilities are while we're waiting for the uh, the acting director Larue. Okay, make a. <clears throat> Actually. What is? <laughs> oh no! Um, make a luck roll. Ooh, awesome! By half. Uh she. She sort of looks at you, and you—you you see, she's she's considering just sort of telling you down the corridor and the wherever, but she says, <laughs> "Very well," gets up and. Of takes you out 
Thank you so you much. down a bit and then point you that way. Okay. I do that. Okay. What does the father do? Okay, well, while he's heading that way, I'll, um, while she's out of the room, I'll quickly grab the book um, and take a look at it, but I don't speak French. <laughs> so I'll slip it into my jacket and... Um, okay, you can yeah. do that, fine. And uh, she comes back a bit later, sits down, and looks at you suspiciously. <laughs> Clearly doesn't like priests. <clears throat> so, uh, yes, uh, Jean-Paul comes back from the bathroom a bit later, and you are then ushered into the office of Dr. LaRue. So I will... oh. Welcome, gentlemen. Um, I believe you, you had some rather unusual request about a, a former patient of ours. Is he speaking English? He's speaking in French. With his in French, book. okay. okay well, well, yeah, I will repeat the story, but this time I will, I will mention Count Fenelik's name. Um, and I will also um, mention the, uh, the London... Diocese for for whom the uh, for which the the father works York and, uh, York York okay okay uh, he 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 nods at this and he he seems to believe your story and he says well uh, we have we do have records that uh, date back that far um, I I will grant you access to the records up to uh, eighteen ten but. Uh, uh, anything, anything uh, beyond that is possibly still uh, uh, confidential. So I hope that is I will translate that to suitable the father, for your purposes. Yeah, yeah I'll satis- that to the father and ask yeah. him if that seems good. And I say that would be most satisfactory. Thank you. <clears throat> okay, he will offer to to take you to the records room and uh, yep. set you up there. Thank yep. you. Okay. So he takes you out, and he apologizes for the uh, for the mess in his office. And uh, I will sympathize with their great loss of this marvelous man of of Paris and the world. Oh, yes, yes, it's a terrible, terrible, uh, terrible tragedy. But um, oh well, we have we have work what, to do and patients to take care of. What uh, <coughs> what happened to him? Oh, oh! It was it was a um, uh, tragic accident. Tragic accident. Uh, I don't really want to uh, to discuss it, but uh, you, you you get the impression he's 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 not particularly pleased that you've brought this up or sort of a pushing into it. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, so he takes you down to uh, an archive and he introduces you to the uh, archivist there and. Basically confirms that you have access up to patient records to eighteen ten. All right. Okay. Well, we will. I will thank him through my translator, of course, and um, <laughs> then turn to the archivist and start speaking to him about uh, Confinalic in seventeen eighty nine. Okay. Uh, the archivist will basically point you down a particular aisle and say, "Records down that way for that period." Thank right. you. We'll head down there and have a look. 
Okay. Light reuse rolls. Labor use roll. I've got an extreme success. Okay. You find records for the dates you're looking for. Uh, French rolls to understand them. Uh, really? That would be you? Okay. Um, (laughs) Oh, five. (laughs) Out of of, of 96. (laughs) Is it handwritten records? Um, uh, from from a couple of hundred yep. years ago, so they're, they're, they're hard to decipher yep. anyway. But but you, you you successfully make your way round uh, round them, and you you find a uh, a record of admission um, of a Comte Fenelic. Okay. Did we lose him? No, I'm Jonathan? still here. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, no, we lost Max. Oh, okay. So if we got an admission, okay, start looking from there, seeing if there's any information about Confin. Like, is there um, any information about his sessions or what sort of state he was in? No. You can find no further reference to Confin. Um um, who else was admitted this day? Uh, that day, no one else. I'll wave over the archivist and through Jean-Paul go, this is unusual, it's got Confinelic here, but there's no actual <coughs> information about him after this time. He just shrugs in that typical French way. Huh? <laughs> well, it was a long time ago. Could there be any uh, other records? No, no, no. These these are all the records we have. Would they yeah. have changed his name in some way and had Let's look um let me just look uh briefly through um records I don't know over the next month and see if there's anything... I don't know if they're arranged by person or chronologically. Chronologically. Okay. Um, and look for for any uh, any discussions of uh, sadism and torturers and that or sort of actually, thing. Or even weird events. Anything that happened that was strange. You can basically spend the next couple of hours going through the records and find nothing. <clears throat> okay. That's what we'll do then. Okay. <laughs> and then make a uh, yeah. make a no roll. No roll. Eleven. Okay. An eleven will be. What's no edu? Is no it? edu oh. or int? Um, it's edu. Ideas. Edu. edu. Um, I got an extreme success since I've got a ninety-five edu. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> maybe he died soon afterwards, and it was it was a particularly politically sensitive <coughs> case, so they just didn't record it. You know? Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, 
we will leave, I assume. Father, unless okay. you have some other... I can't think of anything else. Um, then we can read the notebook on the train ride back to uh, Paris. Okay. You read the following. Is it that one? Yes, it's that one. Uh, Upload into the notes now. (laughs) You want to read this one? (laughs) Well, you're the French speaker, so... The Journal of Dr. Delplace. Excerpts. Uh, It probably doesn't actually say that. Uh, Entry. A dismaying event last night. A male nurse, one Guimar of Fourth Ward, entered the cellars without authorization, and there, after suffering a painful wound to his right arm, collapsed. Another nurse, P. Mandrin, investigated Guimar's absence, and after some time, discovered Guimar on the floor in severe shock. Treatment was prompt and efficacious, but upon regaining consciousness this morning, Guimar began raving to me about being attacked by a dead man. For the moment, I have placed him in room 13 and notified his landlady of his indisposition. Alas, with Guimar was another man, one unknown to this institution and in tragic physical condition. Many grave questions must be answered. Entry. I began to question Guimar about the stranger. Is he a patient? What is his name? How long had Guimar kept him down there? Had Guimar kept the stranger there for a long time? long enough that the mortar sealing the room had cured to such condition. Had he given him nourishment? How had he survived? I am moving the stranger to my private wing, for the moment treating the man as an inconsequential derelict until more evidence is found. Entry. Even in a fresh bed, the stranger's appearance is horrifying. Given small amounts of broth, he merely regurgitates it. He takes no nourishment, yet lives in a catatonic state. Would electroshock revive him? Entry. After several applications, the stranger woke, but so weakened that he could not move. He whined and begged in different and very old forms of Greek and Latin, tales of cities crumbling and other darker things. What a mystery, man. It is almost easier to think we have tapped some form of group mind or racial memory. Uh, After a few inconsequential notations, the journal ends. All entries quoted are dated just before Delplace's death. So there have been some strange going-ons at the sanitarium, but 140 years after uh, Mm -hmm. our time of interest. But and this this uh, strange this this guy that he electroshocked must have killed uh, Delplace as well. The uh, Dr. LaRue was quite vague about about what happened and did not seem to want to talk about that. Yeah. Um, question, sorry, I just got a quick question. Is it 1923 or 1929? Now. Yes. 23. It's 23. 29 okay. was tear from the skies. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, the dates and the things are wrong then. We've got 1929 in there. That's what's confused me. Ah. 
should be 1923. Okay. Yeah, we started in 1923 on September 1st or September 21st, but yeah, we then... eventually flipped over to <laughs> 29. <laughs> it started on January the 1st. Train. Um, I don't know why you've got... Oh, I see. No, yeah, it's... Anyway. January the 15th, 1923 is today's date. Yeah. Okay, not a problem. Thanks very much. I just got confused there because I just looked at the date in notes. Um, okay. So that's interesting. Oh, I wish we had read this before we left but we wouldn't be able to speak to a patient anyway. I'm not a psychologist. Hmm. Oh, there's not much we yeah. can do about this. No, no. I, uh, yeah, well, I guess if we run into a, uh, but it seems like another coincidence somehow. I mean, it seems bad that there's some crazy, locked up, not quite dead man, but uh, Greek and Latin. I mean, it's not German. Yeah, but I can speak Latin. Um, no, no, no. But but I don't know that it has anything to do with our. Uh, I'll think. Our no. I mean, there's many things in this world that 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 are bothersome and. And difficult, but uh, I don't know that we can tackle them all. That is true. Okay, well, let's get on with our journey. Yes, tomorrow perhaps we can head east, south, whichever way we're headed. Okay, so you head back to the hotel, meet up with the others. Yep, yep. share the, share the <laughs> tales. In that case, I immediately have a call question question for you, gentlemen. Um, yeah. What do we think of the possibility that there is another piece of the simulacrum in the cellars there? Oh, it doesn't match up with what they say. They said there's only one piece in Perry. With what the professor said. Yes, but... Well, the professor doesn't really know. And he, ha he has rumors. See, because we, we have the left arm. And in the place where the left arm was hidden, the people nearby recently were having injuries to their left arm and hand. And now you have right, this nurse who right is arm. at least tangentially connected to Count Fenelik, who is getting injuries to his right arm. True. But now, what does he say? He said that the, he believes that the Napoleon soldiers carried a piece into Venice. Another fragment oh. made its way to Trieste. But we don't know how many pieces it's broken up into. We don't, but I'm guessing now that there may be six. Two yeah. arms, two legs, and a body, and a head. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, either five or six. Because this piece definitely is not broken, so it's not arbitrary. Right, and we, and we know so that 
apparently it was made to come apart at the joint, at the shoulder joint. Right, go ahead. Yeah, so I think that's a logical deduction. Well, if we want to investigate this more in the sanitarium, how are we going to approach this? My, under my guise, we couldn't... If, if... And don't forget, we don't officially well, if have we're going this document. By the, if we're going by the entries on the... Sorry. No, no problem. Sorry, I'm cutting in and out too, so I think I'm talking when I'm not hearing anything. And you guys are probably still talking. <laughs> no, 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 no. You go. Um, uh, well, if we're going by what uh, the professor... His note, he actually lists six different locations if it was broken up into six right. pieces. But, so, I mean, if we're going by that, it would make sense that there's only one piece here. But, I don't know. It is strange. Yeah. What yeah, would Perry keep someone alive for, like, more than 140 years? Yeah. Uh, it, it makes sense, but remember that we're also looking for a way to destroy it once we can assemble it, right? Once we have all the pieces. So we need to gather as much information about the uh, the different pieces or the story of the simulacrum as we go along. That's the the whole thing. But but more likely, no there's going to be only one piece. Yeah. Well, I mean, one it's, piece. Yeah, yeah, but there's no information um, about Count Fenelik there. <laughs> right. Unless Count Fenelik is there. Mm-hmm. He didn't die. It's 1789 to now? Mm. He was lying in a catatonic state for 140 years. What do you think he is? <laughs> You're saying that. Don't, don't know. But somebody was walled up, apparently. Yes. But how are we going to speak to this Gourmet? Well, he's a nurse, and he's still alive, presumably. Might be possible to simply talk to him, and with some inducement. Well, we could also talk to the other nurse, this uh, P. Mandra. Right. Yeah. Well, they yeah. won't speak to a priest, I can tell you that. The way they look at me and suspiciously, it's like the French have something against Catholic priests. <laughs> it is it is odd that all of these French are, are so anti Catholic, yes. <laughs> <clears throat> the uh the, the, the nurse that you encountered seemed to be anti everyone. Right. Uh, no, but you uh, said even the director was a bit Probably just because you're a foreigner. Well, that goes doubly then. I'm not only a Catholic <laughs> priest, but I'm a foreigner. 
<laughs> Make an idea roll as you're musing on this, Father. An idea roll? Zero six. Man, my dice are going well tonight. That is, like, uh, critical. Yeah, so you reckon that the Lorians, who seemed a bit hesitant towards you, when you briefly saw their house, you, you noticed that it had no religious icons anywhere. They were probably Protestant. Ah. They were and one hence of those. a bit uncomfortable. There was some of those, in a deeply Catholic country. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you have spent most of Monday uh, either staring at a chest, <clears throat> preparing things for your ongoing journey, or gathering information in an asylum. Uh, is there anything you want to do for the rest of today? Uh, I will sort of put my affairs in order. Uh, at the business, just to let them know that I will be off for an indeterminate amount of time. Mm-hmm. I will send notes back to my um, sister and my uh, and my parish. Okay. Um, just letting you guys know, I'm going to have to probably go soonish. Mm-hmm. Can we do uh, what, what are your plans as a group for tomorrow? Tuesday the 16th. Are we off to Lausanne or do we have do we want to try to uh, follow up on something here? Well, do people want to go and speak to the nurses and see learn a bit more about what happened? Yeah, we'll see. That's I think it's too too much of a coincidence to let to let it go. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. We should follow that line inquiry. So we will try to come up with a good story of <laughs> why uh, either of the two nurses should speak with us or or just some money. Okay then, let's shall we shall we move forward to to Tuesday? Um, who is heading back to the asylum? Uh, I guess I will. Jean-Paul? Anyone else? Yes, I, I will go. I've, I've got the money to do the bribing, if need be. Hugo's going? Okay. Should the what, about, what about a promise of um, fame? Uh, what if this is a document and um, what if you are writing a book, Mr. Sterling? Well, well I, we've already, we we went we through. Are, the, hmm? uh, we already have that cover story kind of established, so we can use that if we need to. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, you're right. They're on the same asylum. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, anyone say, else? Or? No, I will say. I'll stay behind. I don't see if I'm of any use, honestly. And uh, Father Stewart? 
Um, should I come along? I mean, they will probably they will definitely recognise me if we speak right. to the. What do you guys think? I mean, it seems like we need to avoid Larue if possible, and somehow get a hold of the nurses. Ideally, we'd find them, um, you know, out on the ground somewhere. Yeah, or lunch break, or at their house, or something. Yeah. So. Well, do we want to? It might be. Do we, we want to look them up in the directory and find find their address? Uh, yeah, I believe that's kind of the the best course of action, and talk to them in their own houses, and not even in have. the asylum. Yeah. Unless they unless they live there at the asylum, live there and work there. Need a tabloid, a tabloid reporter, to go offer them fifty bucks to interview them. <laughs> pay the tabloid writer hundred dollars to My go God. pay them fifty dollars. A year's wages. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big scoop. If uh, you know, sell a lot of papers. Um. Yeah, we could just look so, up. Oh, yeah. So I don't know find if, their uh, address. if you want to be involved in this or not, Father. It may be a little, uh, you know, underhanded. I'll let you guys handle this. <laughs> I'll stay with the um, the the um. All right. So yeah, I guess we'll see if we can find some addresses for them somehow. Okay. Uh, sure. I don't see why that's a problem. You um, look in a directory of some sort. You can find an address for for who are you looking for? Seems like Gimar, if he's available, might be the better. Uh, I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Gimar would be the one that was would know about. Yeah, he would actually know anything. Anyone else would just know about what happened to Gimar and the the man afterwards, which could also be useful. But yeah. Okay, you want you you find an address for Gimar. Uh, we'll go there at. Uh during the, the French lunch hour, perhaps. Okay. Uh, it's a block of flats. So we'll just knock. And so what's what's your what's your story there, Hugo? Um Well we're just uh cult investigator. And you're curious to learn his story, or yeah, researching about strange occurrences, like like the one he encountered. Okay. So yeah, if he's home, I will uh, see if I can get okay. him to let us in. To uh, <clears throat> you knock on the door, and the door is answered by an older French lady. 
will be very charming as I ask for uh, for uh, Gimar. Ask if we Ooh. can speak with him. Are you uh, friends of him? No, we're uh, well. This uh, this man, Mister uh, Sterling, here is uh, collecting interviews and uh, has asked me to. Uh, to see if I could arrange for him to interview uh, Mr. You must not have heard. He um, he had a, a bit of a, an accident and is being being cared for at the 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 very asylum he uh, used to work for. Oh, I uh, didn't realize it was that serious. Um. Oh, that is uh, a shame. Okay, well, uh... Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. She wishes you well and closes the door. All right. Um, um, I suppose she sorry, could have told us something, perhaps. Should we try uh, Mandarin, see if we can find his place? Uh, sorry, yeah, I'm going to say goodnight. I'm going to say leave you guys to do this bit. Good night. Thank you. See you next time. Yep, see you next week. Okay, bye. Right, guys. Bye. Oh, so so I'm going to carry on for a bit just to wrap up the the asylum stuff, if that's okay with with you guys? Yep. Sure. Okay, no problem. Unless you need to run away. No. Okay, so you're, you're now going to go to Mandarin's house. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. You can do that. Um, same deal. Knock on the door. Yep. Make a luck roll. Make a party luck roll between your little group of two. Between my little luck and his roll luck. I'm at 38 these days. What are you at? Did we lose Max again? Hello. Is he mute? He's probably mute. Muted. I'm here. There you are. Yeah, I got dropped again, so I had to, you know. Gotcha. What's your luck at these days? My luck is at uh, (laughs) 52. Oh, okay. Well, I'm at 38, so I'll see if I can... uh, See if he's home. Oh four. Oh four. Nice. Then uh, a young man opens the door. Says, uh, oh. "Bonjour." Bonjour. I, uh, I'll introduce myself and uh, Mr. Sterling, and say that uh, he's a, a researcher into uh, strange events and is interested in. Uh, what has happened at the uh, asylum, and that, uh, and subtly that he is uh, willing to, uh, you know, that he pays his interviewees, oh. and uh, ask if we may, uh, if we may come in and talk to him. Okay. Um, are you, how much are you offering to pay him? Um, are you flashing some cash? Let's let's start Not with. Uh, 
what, like $5? I don't know how many francs that is. $10. Okay, so you, 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 you show him some money and uh, he, he says, oh, okay, I, I will uh, answer some, some, uh, some questions. Um, uh, ooh, do you... Let, 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 let's go to a, a local cafe. Uh, could, I could do with a, a drink. Of course. Love to buy okay. you a drink. So he um, takes, you, takes you nearby to a nice little French cafe and uh, orders a bottle of Bordeaux. <laughs> All right. Okay. Pours himself a large glass. He's looking around somewhat nervously. Okay, um, so he seems a little. Uh, does he seem more nervous about somebody seeing him, or does he see, like he's skipping work kind of thing, or does he seem nervous just because he's had a shake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he'll, he'll tell you it's his. He'll tell you it's his, his day off. Um, yeah, it's Tuesday's off, um, and uh, you can make psychology rolls. Okay. Nope. Nope. He just seems a bit French to you. Mm. All right. <laughs> um, well, so, uh, um, after he's taken a large swig, he says, uh, what, 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 what can I tell you? Uh, it's about the it. incident. It's about the incident with your friend or oh. your, your coworker at the, ho- at the hospital. It wasn't my friend. He was, he was a horrible man. Uh, uh, Colleague, yes, but I, I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have wished what what happened to him on anyone. Ken, <sighs> would, would you? I'm sorry if it is uh, tough recounting, but would you mind describing what happened that that <clears throat> night? Well, I I found uh, Guima. Um, he was he was slumped in the basement. Um, he's, Bleeding from a from a, a wound, um, was his wrist I think was slashed. Um, uh, uh, no one really knew who um, uh, who, who attacked him. Um, but uh, but when 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 Guimar recovered, um, well, awoke. He, he his 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 mind was gone. He's 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 just like one of one of the inmates now. Um, well, this job, this job is a nightmare. <clears throat> he so, his head, has a bit more wine. What about this man, this this man that he was found with? What man? I'm sorry. We're talking about the guy here um, that got found with the old man, right? That was catatonic. Or am I mistaking that? And that is Guimar. Guimar? No, the stranger. He, he, There's a no, stranger. No, no, the stranger. What? What stranger? He 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 looks genuinely confused at what, at what you're telling him. Uh, we we heard that there was a another man found with uh, Guimar. Oh well, 
an unconscious man. Yeah. There was another man with Quimar. Well, Delplas, Delplas was was he had been preoccupied with with something in his in his own private wing. Um, he was he was he was working with a with a particular patient. Um, but uh, oh, none of none of the other nurses knew or doctors knew knew, knew who that was. Um, but. I don't, I don't know about any any other man who was found. Okay, I'm just confused here, Jonathan, because in the notes that the journal makes it seem like he got found with that other man. Yeah, sure, that's what the journal says. Huh. Interesting. Hmm. So you just found Guimar. Make an himself. idea roll. <laughs> okay. That's gonna be I'm just crazy, I just don't see an idea. Sixty. I believe that's a pass. Mandrin found Guima. Afterwards, someone began raving, or Guimar began raving about being attacked by a dead man. And then sometime later, another man was discovered down there, but not by Guimar. Not by uh, Mandarin, sorry. And then if you look in the, the journal, he says that he moved this person to his private wing. Right. So maybe the doctor found the two before and took the man first. From from what you can work out, Mandarin found Guima, reported it. Then shortly after as Guima was being treated, Guima began raving about being attacked by a dead man. And then and at and some then point someone later someone else found Okay. But but from yeah, you're not entirely sure if, if if the journal is is entirely accurate or if Mandarin is lying to you. I mean, it's you're gonna have to make your own conclusions. Okay. You could make psychology rolls again if you want to see that he's being truthful. Nope. Then, yeah, yeah, you can make whatever conclusion you want. <laughs> All right. Um, well, so um, Guimart is uh, still being treated then at the uh, sanitarium. Uh, yes, yes. Um, it's um, somewhat inconvenient for the asylum because he was has not been admitted by family, as as far as they're concerned, or as far as they know, he doesn't have any family. So it's. It's maybe somewhat of a legal grey area, but he's now, is undoubtedly he, insane. Is he just in uh, general uh, admittance, or is he in the in the doctor's private wing? 
he is he is in uh, the 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 just yes, public wards. Um, uh, I say public. Uh, we have we have private patients and we have everyone else, you know, <laughs> wards of the state and so forth. Um, so, would you know? Is there um, uh, a visiting hours or the best time for visiting hours, or maybe when he's out uh, on the grounds? Oh, they, they, they aren't letting anyone see. We It doesn't matter. His, his, his mind is gone. He's. He cannot speak anymore. He just drools. Did you hear anything else about the the other man? From before that, Duplass was treating. Uh, we we it, it did happen after this uh, Guima incident. Um, uh, but once once Duplass died, um, the his private wing is is empty. So there are there are no patients in there currently. Uh, really? So any patients that were in there would have been. So he didn't. He didn't have anyone in there on record when when he passed. <coughs> uh, I I don't have access to the 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 plus's personal records. No. Um, he did did say something funny to me. Uh, the, the, it was it was the night of his, night of his death. Actually, um, he passed me in the corridor, and I said good night, and he. He was somewhat preoccupied. He said, "He said to me, it is, it is within my grasp, Mandrin. Each of us holds the key to our whole racial memory. In our dreams, we speak languages we have never known. Soon I shall have the proof.' He seemed like he'd been, you know, working a bit too hard or drinking a bit too hard. Who knows? As he says that, he mm. finishes his second glass of wine. <laughs> So all those, all of his records would have been turned over to the current director, yes, then? He shrugs. Typical French shrug. Well, Jean-Paul, do you think, uh, think maybe we might be finished here? Probably because we lost Asmol. Oh, oh. <laughs> all right. Um. Yeah. Well, I would thank him, and okay. uh, you know, enjoy the rest of the bottle of wine, and thank you very much. Okay. Yeah. He um thanks you for the bottle of wine and the money. Walks off back to his apartment. Uh, maybe more research about this strange man uh, at the at the asylum might be needed for next time. If unless don't want to grab one of you other guys to come with me. <laughs> As in Jim. <laughs> yes, I'm sure I can charm our way inside. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. There's a bunch of nurses, man. It's like... It's like... 
an amusement park for you. It's just make <laughs> an idea roll. Ads everywhere. Seventy-five is a success. Yeah, you, you from 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 everything you've experienced at the asylum. I mean, you 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 were let in to see the old records because they were uh, uh, just of historical interest, but you get the distinct impression that they're not going to let you in unless you are, you have some particular reason, you have a medical reason or, um, yeah, they, they, they seemed very reluctant to, to discuss <laughs> anything. You get, you get the impression that, uh, the Mandran, Mandrin, I'm not entirely sure how it's pronounced, was, is a somewhat disillusioned employee. Um, that's why he was willing to talk. That's to why you, he but... was talking. Yeah. Okay. You, you. Maybe, maybe. Well, you know, who, who am I to say? You might, you might be able to get some something out of them, but bribe the bribe the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> you're 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 starting be... to feel as if as if things are somewhat drying up around the asylum. Oh, uh, Okay. Well, I think we should be off then for our next location. I mean, I don't think we have any way to get in there. And, well, it would be, we'd have to be really, really lucky. Make to get a. In. Uh, in fact, I, I'll give this to you. You can think of one way to get in. Uh oh! I know it. I know where you're going with this. <laughs> Fake it, Santa. Down. You, you, yeah. you, you reckon you could get in? Someone needs to. Uh, oh no! Well, listen. I'm going to be the uh, rich benefactor that bails whoever gets to be the patient out of there. So, um, Jim, I you would be you would make a full <laughs> raving crazy person. <laughs> You already look like a homeless person if you just dirty yourself up a little bit. And I'm foreign, so... Work. Yeah, hey. I mean, come on. Well, we'll have to discuss it with the others, with the others next, next time. <laughs> awesome. Leave till next time the decision of whether to board the Orient Express or try and get committed to an asylum. (laughs) Board the train to Crazy Town. (laughs) I I vote for the asylum. (laughs) That's going to be awesome. Okay. I think that's my vote too, just because it'll be fun. (laughs) Yeah, that'll be real fun. (laughs) That yeah, that's that is a good play. Hello, that was fun. Thanks again, Jonathan. Okay, okay, we will we will leave that for next week. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you. Okay then. Bye. Have a good week. All right. (laughs) You too, guys. Later, dudes.